welcome to Foolproof Theology. My name is Chase Davis and I am your host. I'm releasing this episode on July 4th, 2022, and it's a special sort of content. I wanted to do a little historical reflection on some events in the founding of the United States. Particularly, I wanted to reflect on Washington's crossing of the Delaware. Now, the reason I wanted to reflect on this was, uh, was a variety of things. I think I saw someone talking about it the other day on Twitter, and it kind of got me thinking, and I think it can be helpful to look back at historical episodes and explore some implications for how we think about Christianity, culture, and politics. Now, the danger, of course, is when we look to history, we're not just trying to um, pull from history to justify our beliefs, and we're not trying to um, try to moralize or fabulize different episodes in history. But as we use principles today for either cultural engagement or a variety of issues, I think it can be really helpful to use those principles and go look at how we might examine uh, past Christians. And so one of those is the founding of the United States. Um, there's an interesting book called Justifying Revolution, which uh, came out a couple of years ago, and it discusses the religious and pastoral approaches to dealing with revolution, and particularly the American Revolution, uh, not so much the French. And I believe the author differentiates between the American Revolution, which was more, I don't know if he uses the word traditional, but it, it definitely wasn't French. And so this uh, this episode of Washington crossing the Delaware is a curious one that sparks kind of my 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 interest in several ways. And so uh, on the night of Christmas, um, 1776, what we get is we have Washington preparing to cross. He, he rallies the troops, musters the troops, and he is preparing to go cross the Delaware. Um, it begins to snow. There is ice in the river. It's a pretty precarious journey. And you have this famous painting where uh, he's kind of captain, captaining, or at least uh, on the front of a boat, and they're navigating through ice to cross the Delaware. They've got their horses and, and all the different things. And so it's Christmas. You think of these, these uh, presumably Christians. Uh, Washington was an Anglican. And while religion wasn't a thing he was necessarily known for, it wasn't like that was his primary uh, vocation. It was something he was known to be religious and Anglican. And so we've got an Anglican general leading the, the army of rebels, and they're going to cross the Delaware. They're going to attack the Hessians. The Hessians are mercenaries hired by the British uh, from Germany, and they're Germans, uh, presumably Christian as well. And they are on the other side. And they're celebrating Christmas, um, and Washington decides that night that in in the midst of the evening of Christmas, he's going to go, and on December 26th, he launches an attack uh, against the Hessians. The Americans only lose about three men, and I believe, here, I'm going to pull it up real quick, the the Hessians lost 22, 22 were killed, 98 wounded, and then 1,000 prisoners were captured. Um, and so this episode is really interesting as we think back on July 4th, 7076. The reason it's interesting is I kind of want to pull out three strings from it. One, you've got rebels against a state. Uh, you've got them trying to form their own kind of nas- nation or statehood, um, and they're claiming independence. So this is six months around after their declaration of independence. And so you've got Christians uh, living under presumably a Christian empire, the British Empire, and they are, they've decided to declare independence from it. And 
then they decide to fight for that independence. And so you've got an interesting situation there where a lot of Christians will say, well, violence should only be justified based on, you know, certain things. If it was nation versus nation, if there was political powers already established that have made uh, legal, just war decisions. And so I don't know that they were using just war theory, although they might have. I haven't looked closely enough at that. So that's the first thing is you've kind of got a unique situation where you've got citizens of a of an empire rebelling against that empire to declare independence from that empire so, and and they're Christians um many of them I mean that's that's the framework they're coming from they're led by a Christian man. The second thing is you've got Christians fighting Christians. So a lot of times when we think about war and we think about different nations fighting different nations, we tend to forget that we either want to put God on one side which um you know, you can look at Old Testament passages where, where God doesn't claim to be on one side, but God is always on the side of good and righteousness. And so you, when you get wars, especially when Christianity was more prevalent in Western Europe, you get Christians fighting Christians. And the reason this is interesting is it would be one thing if Christians were fighting, um, let's say, pagans or not Christians. But then you get Christians fighting Christians. And I think a lot of Christians today would look back and based on principles we use today, view that as very uh, abhorrent, uh, unprincipled, and unethical, unchristian to do that. And so you've got Christians crossing in the middle of the night to go kill and defeat other Christians in war. Um, that's a very complicated ethical situation. I think a lot of times we, we look back at historical episodes and we're like, well, there must have not have been any uh, Hessian Christians, and there were only, or British Christians, there were only American Christians. And we can, we can lie to ourselves and try to... Uh, cleanse history from the very complex nature of, of people and religion and the ways they identified. And so I think for, for a lot of us today, the, uh, the episode of Washington crossing Delaware, the whole Revolutionary War, would make us very uncomfortable. And you could even tease that out into areas like the Civil War, when our nation fought against itself and citizen versus citizen, and there were Christians on both sides. And so you have, now you've got Christians fight, killing other Christians over certain matters. Um, particularly that matter uh, being slavery in that in the Civil War. Um, and that kind of ties back to the Revolutionary War, when they were declaring independence from Britain, from England, from the British Empire. Uh, they were doing so over matters today, which I think many of us would consider fairly innocuous and not worth using the sword to resist. So if you look at the reasons why they were declaring independence, you know, one of the big ones was taxation without representation, and, and you saw this come up over and over again, was the taxing of the people. And so by today's standards, you know, if, if there was a pastor or a group of people in the United States who were to suggest we should, you know, uh, secede or rebel or form, declare our independence based on taxes, I think there would be a lot of uh, pastors today, Christians today, scholars today, who would uh, kind of get their panties in a wad over that. Um, you know, we may like to celebrate the 4th of July and declaring independence today, and we're all going to you know, do fireworks and, and other such things on the 4th of July. But if we really dig into the to the ethical reasoning of how they declared independence and why, um, I don't know that many of us would have signed that document. Um, and that should that should give us pause. My point in bringing that up is maybe we should consider what principles we're, we're employing today and how we think about political engagement, cultural engagement, powers, and and how we think about civil disobedience, all these different matters. And so you know, you can you can talk about all the ways that their rights were violated, but those rights weren't even established. They were establishing those rights 
so it was much more complex, and we love to celebrate this day, or I think a lot of people do, because America's, the United States is historically a wonderful country uh, with great freedoms, and, and that's why a lot of people want to live here and move here and make a life here. Uh, it's been very blessed in a lot of different ways. But we can look back on history, and we forget that based on the principles we use today for uh, engaging on taxes, for example, um, I don't know that many of us would have been comfortable signing that document, and we wouldn't have felt justified in using the sword to resist the state in that way. Um, and so really, I guess this kind of brief episode, I just wanted to really highlight that we shouldn't, as people today, living today in the 21st century, think that we've moved on from the 20th century so quickly and think that we're that much better than those people who came before us. We shouldn't buy into conceptions and principles of biblical Christianity which really butcher history and and make ourselves the only true Christians who have ever existed. And I think a lot of us have this uh, this historical uh, uh, snobbery where we look back at history and we think, well, those guys didn't have it all together. Those those guys had no idea what they were doing. We know so much more now, and we're more pure Christians and righteous Christians today. And when we have that attitude, we're not going to be able to really sit under history and learn from it. And so I just wanted to bring up this this really heroic effort by Washington crossing the Delaware in the middle of the night on a frozen uh, river to go uh, do, wage war and, and achieve victory. Uh, this is a very awesome thing that he does. It's a very fantastic thing that he does um, to lead the army, a very courageous thing. Uh, it, it mimics a, a strong and courageous thing to do in war. Um, and this was done by a Christian man and the effort of resisting an empire. And so history is much more complex. And the reason I love studying history and and I want to inspire you to study history is when we use our principles today and we put them under under the uh, the weight of history, well we start to we start to see that maybe the principles we're using today to engage and to think through matters, maybe they are not built on firm foundations and maybe Maybe there's people who have come before us who have thought through these matters and done so with deep conviction and actually fought using the sword uh, against the state which bears the sword. So it's a very complex issue. I want you to have a great 4th of July, and I want you to celebrate and appreciate our history and where we've come from. If you're an American, if you're not American, I, I would love for you to uh, to celebrate for us as we celebrate Independence Day. And next week, we're going to have an episode with Samuel Parkinson. He, uh, Parkinson, he's re- going to be a returning guest, and I'm excited to uh, to talk with him. He's going to be talking with me on a, on issues such as uh, abortion, empathy, um, and we're going to talk about desire at the end, but we're going to be talking through his book. So uh, stay tuned for that. That's coming out in a week. But until then, see you next time.